Welcome to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. My name is Michael Cirillo, and each week I sit down with the brightest minds in marketing, sales, and leadership to help you level up your career in automotive. Thank you so much for spending your time here with me today. Now let's open up the playbook. Here we go. All right, so I'm sitting down now with best-selling author, Jill Conrath. And I'm going to tell you, the longest podcast in the history of the Dealer Playbook in the making. But I am so excited to have you here now. Thanks so much for joining me on the DPB. Hey, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me today. Taking us a while to get today's it, it, meeting scheduled, though, hasn't it's, it? It's been a little while in the making. Yeah. And like I was saying to you pre-show, I'm like, dude, I am the biggest flake ever. But... A little, little heartwarming to know that I'm not quite yet the biggest flake in your book. So I, I was on my way there, but not, not quite. But nonetheless, so <laughs> extremely excited to have you on the show today, especially as it pertains to your most recent book, More Sales, Less Time. Uh, an intriguing title. I mean, th- this is the book you pick up off the shelf just because that title stands yes. out to you. And you go, More Sales, Less Time. Wait a second. This is probably the opposite of everything I've learned up to this point in my career. So I want to turn this over to you. What does that even mean? And is it even possible? I mean, how do you, how do you sell more, but with less time? Well, let me just say that um, more sales, less time. I mean, I, I have worked my butt off all my life and, and the last few years have been crazy. I mean, just crazy. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, I, there is no end of the day. I guess I would really sure. say, you know, you get up in the morning and at 11.30 at night before you go to bed, you're still checking things out in your email and, you know, you're still there. And 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 at some point, I just went, this is crazy. This is not the life that I want to lead. I, I, I can't continue this way. And and along those that journey, it was like looking at my own work habits and finding out how fragmented I was feeling and how I didn't seem to be able to get the kind of work done that I really wanted to do. And I actually spent almost a full year trying to figure out how I could change my life so I wasn't working round the clock. So more sales with less time is really partially just about my own experiment with life and what I did to try to change my life so it wasn't 24-7. It was the ability to get the same amount of revenue coming in the door by working fewer hours. Mm. And I don't think most people say that. I think in a lot of you know industries – it's like, you know, we need you all the time and we want you by the phones and you got to respond to email like in two seconds or you're not going to get the work. And everybody's like right. frantic. And uh-huh. I couldn't stand frantic. So that's more sales less time is about not being frantic and frenzied and about getting control of your life again. So you can actually drive more revenue, bring in more sales, close sure. more deals. So what stands out to me about what you just said is the fact that this is, I mean, these are lessons you've learned from experience. This was not an overnight thing. I mean, from, from if, if you had to kind of give us an idea of time frame here, are we talking months? Are we talking years in the making of kind of making those conclusions uh, kind of line upon line along the way? Or was it this, I woke up one morning, I was like, whoa. Oh. No, I didn't wake up one morning. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say that I did and I, you know, um, but no, 
I think the thing that was hardest, I mean, first of all, there's a learning curve where you want to find out some of this stuff. And, and I have always resisted trying to be a robot, you know, where somebody was trying to make me work all the time. I mean, I had a natural aversion to try to do that. And I, and I, um, didn't want to. So I wasn't on a huge productivity kick. I was really trying to step back and say, what am I doing? And what's causing me, first of all, to feel this way? And what, what, how has my life changed that I'm so frenzied and crazy busy these days than I didn't used to be? And so it was really a lot of research initially just finding out um, how working in today's digital environment had been impacting my work and also let me just say my brain and my mm-hmm. ability to be uh, really strategic and creative in my thinking which i think is an essential trait for good sellers and so would you say you're a more uh linear thinker like top to bottom strategy step by step or you know because i know there's so many varieties of how people kind of execute to get things done or, or did this kind of okay. just come together organically for you? It's probably more organically, but what I do anytime I've, I mean, I actually took this on as a personal challenge. I mean, I am here to try to straighten my life out. I want to have more free time. I want to find some things that I do that I love. I want to, I want to wake up in the morning and say, oh, this is going to be so exciting. I'm going to be doing something that's not work. You yeah. know, yeah, that's right. not work. And I'm excited about it. I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> um, so it wasn't, you know, I wish I could say it was linear. It's not. That's not how I think. But what I, when I get an idea and I get a problem that I want to resolve in my life, what I do is I take an immense deep dive and I just go, boom, okay, this is an issue that needs resolution. I don't change overnight. I begin an exploration of what are the factors that are, that are involved in this problem. That, that's the first thing. What are the factors involved? What, you know, what's causing all this? And then secondarily, after you figure out what's causing it, what can you do differently? And then I'm a serial experimenter. Mm-hmm. So rather than just changing behavior overnight, which I am grossly incapable of doing, and by the way, most people are. If you take a look at New Year's resolutions, I think the success rate on New Year's resolution is probably 8 or 9%, if I remember correctly. So most of us fail if we do it that way. But what I am is I'm a serial experimenter and I'm trying new things. And so I'd read about these things after, you know, studying it. And I'd read and I'd say, okay, I'm going to try this. And I'd try it for a while. And what happens is you discover that there's a whole bunch of little things you need to change. And you can change the little things, but sometimes putting them together <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and having a lifetime of change is a whole different you know, a cup of tea. It's just like that. Now that's hard because none of us really at our core want to change. Yeah. I, I, you know, for me, I was thinking about how patience plays into this and I guess, you you know, as I relate to this a little bit, um, the, you know, it kind of starts off where there's this progression of, Oh man, I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much I need to do. There's so much I need to change about myself. I would also say I'm kind of a serial experimenter, but I've also along the way become comfortable with the discomfort that comes from change Yeah, by way of patience and unlearning things you thought were right and developing new, new behaviors. And so I love what you're saying here because it, it is this progression and, and, you know, like you said, the new year resolution thing, I'm, oh man, I'm passionate about this because, and I've said it on several podcasts. Mm -hmm. I think the, the median average cutoff for when people give up on their new year resolution is like January 18th. (laughs) (laughs) Is 
really? I, I mean, think that, so. That's, I read an article years ago. <laughs> yeah, I read an article as I'm knocking things over on my desk here. But, yeah. but it's it's funny because you know, to your point, I think most people and myself included in in days past have said, "I'm going to I'm going to change. I'm going to make more money." Well, what does yeah. that even mean? And that I love what nothing. you're saying about no, you you have to sit down and you got to do this deep dive on you know taking inventory on yourself and determining okay what needs to change and what was causing this and how can I eliminate that and really coming up for a, a with a plan for yourself. You know, I think it's interesting when we talk business to understand. Well, yeah, you need to have a business plan and you need to have a marketing plan and you need to have a sales plan. But then when it comes to ourselves, we somehow think. <laughs> We can just, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Really? How, how successful have you been with that? <laughs> no, no, not, not, well, the, the candy bar I ate earlier suggests not successful at all. See, that's what but, happens. But again, you know, your point, and, and I think people are afraid of, uh, maybe afraid or maybe impatient with the idea of doing this deep dive and, oh man, how long is this going to take? And you said something earlier about how the digital world has really impacted all of us. And I think that bears into it. It's like, we want this instant gratification. Oh, this right. deep, I'm going to take a deep dive, but it better only yeah. last 10 minutes long. And then I'm going to have solid <laughs> conclusions about where I need to go yeah. from here. I, I honestly think people have no idea. And I'm going to expand on the digital world concept. Cause I think people have no idea just how much it's impacting those of us who are in sales. I mean, we spend a lot of time online. Email was real crucial as we're following up with people. We want to look up things online. We're checking this out. We're checking that out. And and what happens is um, we, we like one, one thing I read is that the average email is attended to within six seconds. So somebody gets a bing, you know, yeah. six seconds. They're checking it out to see who it was or it's a wow. text and, Bing, 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 and so everybody's life is ruled by their by their distractions, whether the digital distractions, whether it's somebody, you know, like I said, texting them or emailing them or or trying to get a hold of them some other way. And so people stop what they're doing, they switch their attention over to this, um, they totally lose their train of thought, whatever it was that they were trying to plan something or figure out what their day is going to be or how they're going to, you know, work with somebody to negotiate a specific deal that they're working on. I mean. Boom, they're checking out an email thinking that, you know, well, that makes me give good service. But, right. you know, as, we, as people who send, send emails, a potential customer perhaps, you don't expect somebody to be waiting there momentarily to answer your email message. In fact, it looks like, I think it looks like you're kind of needy if you respond in six seconds. Like, oh my God, what's this person doing? Just sitting there hoping somebody's going to email them about, yeah. you know. That's right. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Yeah, refresh. Oh God, yeah. an email. I think I'll respond right now. It's the and fear so, of missing out. Yes, yes. And so we do that. But the reality is if we just would slow down, we could gain control of our day and we could do our email in, in blocks of time, you know, even just checking email once an hour would give us the rest of the hour to work on some things that would really help us drive more revenue in our business, whether it's some form of pro prospecting, following up, maybe taking more time with customers as opposed to, you know, giving a little vibration in your pocket when you're walking around with your cell phone and you're talking to somebody and you suddenly pull it out to look because like, Oh, you got to do that. I mean, that, you know, that's crazy. And it makes the person you're talking to feel like a loser. Like a loser. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, no, we never do this. What are you doing? 
<laughs> oh, no, <laughs> never. Well, you may not look, but you may actually feel it and your hand touches it and your eyes kind of go weird and the person you're talking to knows that you've been distracted. It's funny because, you know, when you say it, it sounds so ridiculous. Like yeah. a, a, a vibration in my pocket yes. all of a sudden makes the person in front of me worthless. <laughs> like, it does though, doesn't I, I it? Trade, it does, yeah. Well, yeah. and that's certainly the message you're conveying. It is. So, I, you know, for me, big takeaway here is I, I, I don't know why, but I, I sometimes hate using the word budget. But budget your time, like plan out your day. Is that yes. what we're talking about here? Do you walk into each day saying, okay, here's my plan for the day? Um, I don't necessarily walk in at the beginning of the day with the plan, but what I do is sit down at the beginning of the day if I don't have the plan yet and say, mm. what needs to get done? What are the most important things that I really need to do? And I will sit quietly at the beginning of the day and and um, pick out what's most important. I think most of us, we just hop onto our email and we let that take over our world. And at the end of the day, we can have been busy the whole time and yet when we look at what we've accomplished mm -hmm. the results are really quite pathetic and yeah. and I mean I would say that I'm a perfect example of that I mean I've been busy all day and I, I mean I get my I would go online in the morning and I get my email and there'd be something from LinkedIn and they have some interesting articles and I'd click onto that one article and and I'd you know I'd be reading that article and then it would have a link to another article and boom, I'd go to that other article and be reading that and then I'd get a feed from my news, my news feed <laughs> saying, oh God, something drastic has happened in Ethiopia or whatever and boom, I'm yeah. looking at that and I don't know why and then, you know, because I'm not really that concerned about Ethiopia and then for some odd reason I think, well, I'm going out of town this weekend and I wonder what the weather's going to be like and then I'm on my on my weather app and I'm checking out the weather, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, what it's going to be. And then I see this thing about a, a massive sinkhole that just happened in Florida. And I'm from Minnesota. And, you know, like <laughs> I could care less about a sinkhole. But two cars were swallowed. And I and I, next thing I know, I'm watching a stupid video about two cars. But I have to watch the 15-second advertisement first, right? Does this sound familiar? <laughs> I mean, that's it. it ha that's what Saturday looks like for me sometimes. Saturday? What about yeah. Friday? <laughs> well, I don't let myself. I I, I despise. No, I I just can't. I and why this resonates so much with me because at one point in my life I did end. Up, I I was there. I thought yeah. you know I started I started like you said with a LinkedIn post and all of a sudden I care about what. Ivanka Trump is wearing to some and I'm like why do I why am I who am I and so away that goes I just yeah. I don't let myself during the week it's it's ridiculous that's my like Saturday morning rest in bed kind of <laughs> hang out no agenda time that, okay, that and it's by the way really I schedule it's, it's still, still really, really <laughs> pathetic but it does not happen when I when I need to be doing something yeah. um, but the average person is doing that multiple times a day they're 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 yeah. um, our attention is being diverted constantly i mean like every two minutes we're kind of like bing bing like you know our brain is like a ping pong ball boom 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 you know a pinball mm -hmm. machine and we're just kind of not thinking not focused distracted and not you know not really doing what will help us get ahead and that's i think the the most important thing to realize is that 
unless we take control of it and unless we make choices to do things differently, we are operating at a suboptimal level. And, and I don't care what kind of sales you're in. If you are at a suboptimal level, you are not going to do your best job and you're going to have to work twice as hard to get mm-hmm. the same amount of work done and the quality of your work is less than because you're going to be so distracted and a distracted person doesn't doesn't do things well yeah it's it, it is you're well you're you're having to to double your energy resources just to accomplish something that you could have just done in one straight oh shot God. had you planned yes. for it exactly is is planning for i think you know sometimes what overwhelms people is they and I know when I really kind of embarked in this style of, of living, um, what would overwhelm me is the fact that I've planned my day. That becomes the ideal. I need to do all these things. And then a sidetrack occurs. Flat tire, uh, you know, you get some bad news from a friend or whatever it is. And, yeah. and away you go. And you're like, well, see, it didn't work. Um, what I do is I actually plan, you know, in the back of my head, whether it's written down on paper or not, but in the back of my head, I know, you know what, there's probably going to be something today. But if I plan smart, if I'm thinking smart, I can actually budget for that, or I can account for that. And so even at the end of the day, I still was able to accomplish everything I set out to do. Because I also factored, you know, 30 minutes or an hour or something for whatever. Mm-hmm. Is is that smart? Is that sure? Am, am I almost there? Oh, <laughs> am yeah. I there? Yeah. No, that's totally smart. I mean, because something always comes up, but we're always going to be pulled away from what we think we have to do. That's that's just human, and and we can't control everything because. I mean, somebody could drop into our offices that needs to do it. We could have a customer issue that would arise out of the middle of nowhere. We could have family problems with a kid who got sick at school. I mean, those things happen. But if we have focused on what's most important, and I think, you know, so many people, when they go into a day, they have a to-do list. And the to-do list is like so freaking long (laughs) that they never feel like they've accomplished anything. And again, this is... You know, you may have a to-do list, but you got to pull off stuff every day and not work from the to-do list, have the today list, you know, and the today list is what we're going to get done today because otherwise you're just still going to feel behind. I mean, I have a gazillion things I could do, which I'm sure everybody does, but the reality of them is not all of them are going to get done today. And if I stared at that list, I would be depressed. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) I would be totally depressed. Yeah. Do you think that's what most people are? That's the box they're living in. And that's why there's that overwhelm with all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let me just say, too, I think it goes beyond that. I mean, I think, you know, we have to plan our day. Anytime you're jumping from task to task, you're actually wearing yourself down and you're using your brain and, and it's just everything is getting tired in your body. And I don't think we take good breaks to refresh ourselves during the day. I don't think we understand the value of of uh, taking time off and away from our digital equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, when they take breaks, will <laughs> go online <laughs> on their break and try to catch <laughs> up, you know, or they'll eat lunch at their desk, hopefully, sure. you know, with their computer on or with their cell phone out trying to do work and thinking they're catching up where uh, as a human being, if we, we are, if we take time to restore ourselves and to just laugh with, you know, our coworkers and, 
you know, to just do something fun or just get out for a walk. We can clear our brains. We can get so much more done. We can have conversations with people. I mean, some people I know right now, and I strongly recommend it, you know, they are, if they have a problem that they're trying to resolve that they can't figure it out, a walk is probably the best way during work time to figure out the problem as opposed to just staring at the stupid computer or sitting in your office trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do right now. Um, if you have to talk to somebody, why not walk together? You know, why not, why not go walk around the lot, you know, and, and or whatever you're doing and just, you know, do something like that as opposed to just sitting there. It actually it helps you come up with more creative ideas. And I think in our business today, we need to be creative. We can't just be, you know, linear, like you said earlier, and just drive our way through things. We have to be open to how can we, um, you know, how can we make this happen? What can we do to be uh, open to more possible ways of creating deal, solving the problem, whatever the issue is. I love this. I I could talk to you uh, for the rest of the day about this. I'm not going to do that to you. Um, <laughs> but so grateful that you've taken the time here. Um, how can how can the audience uh, get in touch with you to learn more about more sales, less time? You know, the best way is to, I mean, I go onto my website, jillconrath.com is the best way. that They can download a free chapter of More Sales, Less Time. I can give you the link for that if they want. But it's all on jillconrath.com. I have tons of free resources there, too, for people. <laughs>